0: Welcome to the creative brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader. Hey, welcome to the Dean Hawk Leadership Podcast. This is Dean, and I'm so honored to be coming into your car, your headphones, your workout, wherever you are that you're checking this out. Um, Welcome to the month of June. We hope that you have an amazing Summer vacation planned or scheduled, or maybe you're on that vacation right now um, this month. And it's going to be a two-part. We're carrying it over into July um, this month and next month. I want to talk about the power of momentum, and we all have been on the sports field or or been at the big game, and and isn't it amazing how quick momentum can shift? That that a team is behind, it's looking like. They're not going to make the next level of the playoffs, a fumble, a run back, and the entire momentum within the stadium or the gymnasium totally shifts. It was obvious before the other team is going to win. And then suddenly it's like you can you can feel the, the team that was ahead – is now deflated, and they're they're now in fear. Oh no, we might lose this thing. The team that's still behind, but they're now they're closer. Is like, man, we can do it again, man. We're, and they're trying the onside kick, and then they're getting it. And momentum is a is this unseen force. And and here's what I've realized, and and I hope that you have have experienced it in the healthy ways and not the unhealthy ways. But I have walked into services on a Sunday morning before. And I'm telling you, the worship team hasn't even sung a song, but there it feels like there's a vacuum in the room, and you have this, oh, no, it's going to be one of those days. I mean, the crowd is standing on the outside, but they're sitting down inside. Jokes that you've maybe preached and used at some other church service or or meeting that you've spoken at that you know is a winner winner chicken dinner goes off flat and there is no momentum in the room it is a vacuum and a and a gully of of just desperation flip side we've all been in those services where Man, the people are engaged and, and by the time you as the pastor gets up to preach, you just feel like you're riding this beautiful 12-foot wave that just never ends and, and it's all been set up for you and you just got to ride this thing out and you can feel that momentum and you can feel that surge. And so I believe it's a, it's, a, it's a spiritual thing, but it's also a natural thing. There are some things that that naturally can break momentum. Um, I've had friends that have have uh, launched or pioneered uh, new churches in high school auditoriums. Well, they're sitting with seven hundred and fifty seats, and there's 60 adults in there. And it creates there's a there's a natural void. We feel lost in this bigness, and so it sucks all momentum. Out of people's hearts and so you have to do some things intentionally i tell my leaders as you've heard me say sit in the first three rows i need you to help create momentum i need you to pull in this in the supernatural pull in the spirit let's help create an environment of momentum and so some things that we've we've learned momentum is is defined as the strength or force that something has when it is moving and, and I love that movement part because I believe that's that's crucial. And so as we as we kind of do a diagnostics of church, we've all been in what I would call um, um, s- static or or uh, just they're dead. I mean, it's just a doop. I mean, there is no movement. The body is not moving. It's laying there. It's stoic you know, Jesus could walk in and and the, the crowd wouldn't budge or move. Then we've have we have those other churches that are what I would call a coaster church. They're they're what I remind reminds me of when I was a kid that the kids that get at the top of the hill in a wagon or a little push cart that they've made and they're gonna ride it and and they, they coast. They man they're starting out strong. There's good momentum and they just ride it and it flattens out and they go and they go until it slows down, slows down, slows down, slows down, slows down, slows down, finally comes to a stop. And then they go, we should walk back up to the top of the hill and do that again. I want to keep riding the waves of momentum. I believe that in ministry we can do some things that are intentional that that help us. It would be what I would call an accelerator church that we learn when to hit the throttle. Because we all know this. If I I had a bus sitting outside of your office or, or where you live and we put a rope on the front of it and I handed you the rope and dropped the bus into neutral and I said, move that bus. To get the bus moving from zero to one or two miles per hour is the big issue. If we can get that moving... It's going to take more of us to get it moving than it is for us to keep it moving. In other words, it's going to take more work and more effort to launch an area of ministry. It's going to take more work or or effort to to introduce something new. So like when I introduce a new teaching series uh, that we just finished on mental health, when I did that, man, we're, we're promoting that. We're doing videos on that. We're doing social media posts on that. I'm including it in my email. I am creating a momentum for the new series and the, and the videos and the graphics to get people, hey, I'd be excited about this subject, be excited about coming to church. They come with an expectation, and, and we ride that momentum. And so an accelerator leader utilizes momentum, uh, the momentum of the moment to fuel the organization to the next level. And so the time to accelerate is when things are already moving, not when they've come to a stop. And so we have to be very intentional about when do we coast and when do we paddle. We have a model around Rock Family Church that we say this. We pedal when everyone else coasts. So if you, could, if you could picture with me, uh, we, we have a, we have a in northern Colorado Springs. I used to live out north there, and there's actually a road called Roller Coaster Road. And if you're on a bike, it is a beast. It is just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Picture that road with me. If you are smart and you're on your bicycle, and you're at the crest of the first hill if you're smart as you're going down the hill you you are going to pedal because you realize that by pedaling on the downhill you're going to create more momentum on the upside and literally make less work on yourself but what a lot of christians do is they arrive at the crest of the hill and they go oh We get to rest. Oh, this is so great. We've accomplished so much. That outreach was so amazing. It was so good. Oh, let's just coast for the next few weeks. Let's coast for the next few months. And they end up coasting and they end up running out of momentum or they're running up the other side of the hill and then they go backwards because they don't have enough momentum to crest the next hill. So we have a motto at Rock that we pedal when others coast. So we come off of our August back to school backpack event. And man, it would be real easy to say, look what we have done. We have reached our community for the year. Isn't this amazing? Isn't this special? No, we take that backpack, and as we start, we've completed it, and we start heading into the first of September, we take that momentum and we start talking about, hey, in October we're going to reclothe children. We're gonna buy new wardrobes, new winter coats, new gloves and hats and pajamas and underwear and socks, and we're gonna take that momentum and we're gonna contact the same schools that we help with backpacks and school supplies, and we show the videos, we, we celebrate the kids' smiles, and then we use the momentum of that event that it actually, the momentum builds for the next kids' event, and more people engage, and more people help us there. Then when we show highlights, and we show videos, and we show the kids testimonies, and and we get the feedback from the schools, we ride that momentum, and we pedal even more heading into Christmas, and we even get a bigger response when we're purchasing gifts to give to the parents who get the joy of giving the gifts to their children on Christmas. And so we ride that momentum. And so what I want to talk about, is first off, before we get to some momentum igniters and thrusters, I want to talk about some momentum busters. So let me get these. You can jot them down if you want. Um, One of the biggest momentum busters is to forget and the failure to celebrate the win. Sometimes as leaders, we can be drivers. And we're driving and our team comes through and it's a big win. And then we come in... And when we're we're whipping, let's do it again, and we're driving, and we never pause to say, man, wasn't this awesome? Well done, team. Hey, everyone really put in extra effort. Let's, let's take off an extra day this week. Office is closed not just on Friday. We're going to shut it down on Thursday and Friday. Get your work done. I want to get you an extra day out to just rest and to recharge. And then maybe that following Monday we come around and we say, hey, what's on the agenda? What do we have going next? Where are we going? Number two is is the failure to appreciate your team, to give the accolades, the accommodations, the attaboys to the team members and the sacrifices that they've made just it's it's a it's a momentum deflator but when we breathe into people and say man job well done you're really you're really knocking it out of the park um it really makes a difference in their life number three is devaluing uh small contributions you know it's the slightest of wind that catches the sail that moves it across the sea And it's the smallest of contributions that can literally move our organizations forward. And we need to be careful that that we are valuing them. Number four, we're talking problems more than progress. And you want to lose momentum is let your staff meeting just go off. I mean, it's like driving the 67 Chevy off the cliff into the, into the ocean. It's just a Debbie Downer moment. So we intentionally start our staff meetings with share something cool that God has done in the last seven days, share something cool that happened in service yesterday. And then, um, a lot of times leaders will use negative motivation tactics they're they're putting people down. In other words, um, um, maybe over threatening. If you guys don't shape up, you're out of here. Over threatening for maybe for the mistake was minor, but if you do that again, you're fired. And it, and it, it doesn't match for the offense. Yes, I, I I I stepped I stepped over that line, but really they won't fire you for that size of an offense. But so we make threats and we try and and. We basically try and make our teams respect us out of fear and not out of love. And so that's a momentum buster. Then um, focusing on the process instead of people. We have a core value here at Rock Family Church, and, and we just put it this way, uh, people are priority. Before our processes, before our process cues, before our our boundaries and our guidelines and our structure, people come first and so that means that if we are going to um uh we've got two a new family that shows up and they have a third grader and a fourth grader well in our children's ministry they go to different classrooms that would be the law that would be the process but we know that it can be an intimidating experience for those two to go to class by themselves when they don't know anyone else in the classroom and so people are priority we'll say to the mom or dad which would be better would it be better for this one this sunday to go here or this one to come down and and sometimes mom and dad will say nope they're good let them go to their own rooms but we're valuing and respecting people then uh, lack of vision or multiple visions it's kind of a two-headed monster if there's a lack of vision there's no motivation why are we doing this where are we going what what's our goal and if there's multiple visions, that the staff can become confused. Pastor said this, but pastor's wife said that. XP pastor said, we're doing this, but I heard from pastor, we're, we're not doing that. And so the, the, the dual vision can deflate and, and suck the momentum out of the room. And then controlling rather than releasing that we we try and micromanage and and we're hovering over people and we won't let empower them to make decisions. Well, that's a that's a momentum buster. It really just it it breaks the momentum. That um, let let me help let me help a youth pastor out. A youth pastor comes and says, you know, they've planned this big outreach, this big event, and they've got it all. They've got the budget worked out. They've got it all planned out, and we're going to reach this many kids, and we're going to reach out to these high schools, and and we're doing all of these things, and go through all this process. Past, pastor, I just need you to put a stamp on this, and really not for any reason. Maybe maybe personality. Maybe they're. I don't know. The pastor goes, nah, I don't want to do that. I think you should do, and he starts naming off a completely separate different event. Well, you're going to deflate. You're going to just, you're just going to kill all momentum because that staff member had an idea, had vision, had inspiration, and you just, it'd be like letting go of the, the end of a balloon. You just, you know, went and and all the air goes out of the room. All momentum is lost, and, and now it can go nowhere. Selfishness is a momentum buster. Lack of faith is a momentum buster. And then we learn from Joshua, in in Joshua chapter 6 and 7, we learn that, that sin and poor choices can be a momentum buster. That when Achan took of the items that he shouldn't that it was a momentum buster when the Israelites were going to take the next the next battle they were they were sorely defeated because what the momentum had shifted they didn't realize it but because of sin here's what i've found that when i live sin free means i live guilt free and when i live guilt free i'm condemnation free and when i'm condemnation guilt free and sin free I minister at another level of confidence. There's a confidence in my walk with God. There's a holiness that I'm, that I'm living and walking and ministering in the power and the presence of God. And there's not anything that I've done that the enemy can go, you remember when you did this. No, I'm clean, I'm washed, and, I've, and I'm living a sanctified life, and it gives me confidence. It gives me momentum. As I minister real quick. I've got just a minute left. I want to hit some some momentum igniters and the next month we're going to hit them the momentum thrusters some momentum igniters. This is to this is to get the fire lit. Number one momentum is birthed with a vision from God. When you get a God kind of vision, it is going to ignite the people around you momentum ignites as people gather around a common cause you've got to momentum is is ignited when they say yeah that is that is an injustice that we can correct that is something an area where we can help it is wrong that kids wake up on christmas and they don't have any presents under the tree there's a cause that rallies people around them thirdly momentum is set in motion by acting upon a firmly held belief You see, too many times we want to feel momentum before we start pulling on that bus with that rope. We have to start pulling. We have to start pushing, knowing that we're going to do something big for God, and others might not see it yet, but once we get this baby moving, there'll be plenty that will want to jump on board. And then we know that we must do something significant to cause a disturbance to create an avalanche within our church you know the the myth has been defeated that that simply by a a verbal voice or a verbal shout that would cause an avalanche they've they've done all kinds of tests and it's it's very very rare usually there has to be a disturbance extra precipitation and snow that comes on that that overhang Um, maybe a, a skier or a snowboarder that puts extra pressure there maybe it's a snowmobiler that runs across the top of that ridge that that vibrates and and causes there has to be some kind of disturbance and here's what i would tell you there needs to be some kind of disturbance to to shake our church even if it's just doing our service backwards um uh, pastor Brad, my worship pastor and I, we're working on a, a series to begin this fall on, on worship, and we're going to drastically change up our worship service. We're going to incorporate the teaching and a song, and then back to teaching and a song. We're going to we're going to change the dynamics of how we do church so that people aren't just in the zombie zone. We walk in, they do they do three songs, they do four songs, they sing for twenty minutes, thirty minutes. This person does announcements. This pastor does this. Then we go home change it up one Sunday I did a I, I started out I told our worship pastor I said do one song and at like six after when the service started, I'm up teaching. people thought it was it was daylight savings time Sunday or something they walked in they're looking at their watch. And they're like, what? what happened? And then we did the, the worship set at the end of the service. And, and a lot of people miss a major portion of our worship set because they're procrastinating getting to church and checking their kids in. So change it up, make a big difference. Uh, John Maxwell, in his 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, says this, Momentum magnifies success. Momentum shrinks problems and obstacles. Momentum energizes, momentum enhances performance, and momentum makes change easier. Momentum magnifies success, momentum shrinks problems and obstacles, momentum energizes, momentum enhances performance, and momentum makes change easier. I can steer a moving car much easier than I can a parked car. When we get the ministry moving, it's easier to keep momentum going. Hey, God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in this month. Share it with a ministry friend that you think would be helpful. Check out, um, I don't think Matters of the Mind has been released yet. It'll be coming sometime this summer. It's a series that we are just wrapping up here in the month of June. Um, so it it won't be done because we got two more Sundays yet and so uh, please check that out and all of our resources at deanhawk.com hey god bless you guys email dean at rockfamilychurch.com if you have any questions or if my staff can assist you in any way shape or form god bless you thank you for joining us today For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at DeanHawk.com. Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.